boom, 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 boom. Hold on, let me check my level. Boom, boom. Hey yo, my heart's chrome, I trapped it nine on my eyes. Stove made it a half a gram. Short get shot. Pop me a half to keep me calm. Palm angels was falling out the sky. One said peace of love. Ronnie fag up the leg. Johnny Dings looking like Winnipeg Cocaine prosperous behaving like a cellophane Spilling movie, let's make a movie, bitch Go to JJ's, getting two pieces, trying to do me That's a two-seater, you never seen one Once he played Jesus, Mark, I was just I was taken What's the word I'm looking for? I was just taken by surprise I was like, no way he's doing this <laughs> And of course he does that And it just like after that moment, <laughs> this is the worst event review so I've ever heard. So I just felt like I had transcended. Nigga said, "No way he does this," thing. and he does he did this. That. What? <laughs> I'm saying he did it, and it just like I didn't expect that. I thought I thought he was only gonna really do the Donda shit, but no, Ye put on a performance, did all his his flash and lights. Um. <laughs> Um, <laughs> you could pass the ball. Yeah. You, you don't have to keep reviewing. I'm gonna pass the ball, man. But it was just an incredible show, bro. Drake, Drake. I will say this last words, Drake, man. <laughs> I'm just disappointed. I didn't get nothing. No Tuscan leather. No legend. No know yourself. No nothing. You know what the fuck I got? And I was just disappointed. And I was just like, whoever put this set list together need to be blackballed from the industry and banished forever. Whoever put this set list together. It's just, they set him up, bro. They gonna put him after Ye. After Ye bring the choir, set the tone, like, play all his fucking hits, power, all of the lights, and then Drake come out there, and we listening to... Girls Want Girls. Girls Want Girls, What's Next? Way too sexy. Wants and Needs. Then he gonna play the two songs with Dirk, Laugh Now, Cry Later, and then, uh, okay, okay, okay. That wasn't mad at But it's like, I wanna hear, I wanna hear Dirk. Like, I don't wanna hear Drake on these songs, so... And then he went out sad with God's plan. And then Ye turned the mic off, which was very fitting. And then he retook over the show. Also, Donda, way better than CLB. How do we feel about um how do we feel about Ye taking back control of the show with Hurricane with the as soon as Drake gets off, first thing you hear, weekend vocal. I thought that was like mm, interesting. It was definitely a little pettiness going on, because why did Ye perform Find My Love? The thing is, Find Remember Your that? Love is was originally a Yay song. The story behind that I is know that, that he gave that song to Drake to perform. Now, But I thought it was petty. I think it was just a swap thing because Drake also performed 24 off of the Donda, which was angelic, by the way. I must admit, outside of the rest of Drake's performance, that 24 was angelic. It sounded beautiful. It sounded amazing. I will commend him. But yeah, I guess my overall reaction, just as a yay stand, like hearing, I, I mean, we we were preparing. I at least was preparing for a Donda concert. I was. I thought we were gonna hear all the Donda. When he started with uh, "Praise God," I thought he, we were gonna get Donda. And then he did "Jesus Walks," "Can't Tell Me Nothing," "All Falls Down," and that was. I think those were his first three. I was like, yeah, this is gonna be something very special then he followed up with flashing the lights and hit uh runaway which was super crazy we can talk about that too but it was just special i was kind of just in awe the whole time also i want to highlight the fact that yay was really rapping these verses like that's what i was shocked by i thought because you know a lot of performers especially like older performers they're not going to perform as many of the lyrics you know they might be gassed out of breath this nigga yay was in perfect fitness to perform every single song, both verses. He did Black Skinhead. I'm like, bro, how is this even possible at age 42 to be yelling these lyrics? Nigga Brian. It was just impressive. Nigga Tom Brady. It was like a reminder. Yeah, he's Tom Brady. It was a reminder of a great artist just showing you that he's great. Um, And that was my main takeaway from the show. But shout out to Drake. I think, I think the Drake component was cool. It wasn't what we wanted, but I think having him come in, and I think that was just cool. It was a cool moment to see, so. Fence. I don't like this your safeness. You want me to yeah. kill Drake? I, I mean, we can kill Drake it. after we can get into the specifics it was, it of the songs after Taj gives his general review. My general review was an outer body experience. I got to see a top fifteen musical artist of all time go through his one of the greatest catalogs in music in person from a hundred section. It was so good. Like every song, because Vance was like one row ahead of me because of like we kind of 
got seats a unique way. So Vance was like one row ahead of me. And every time like a beat drops for a new Kanye song, Vance and I would just turn immediately and just make eye contact like, oh like shit, this, he really doing like this one. What? And then we just go back into our own worlds of just like going with the songs with Kanye. So it was just a great performance. I'm not mad at Drake either. I know a lot of people kill Drake, but like Kanye's doing his greatest hits. And Drake said like, this is my first time performing CLB. So like, if this is his first time performing, he's just excited to perform his new album. He obviously didn't know it wasn't going to hit, so I'm not mad at Drake. He had to know that new album is so weak, bro. He did the. I mean, if you're Drake and all you're doing Cuddy, is looking bro. at numbers, he did and the success, one with Kid Cudi. You don't know, and I was sick. I was sick, bro. I was sick. I was sick. He I was did sick. Start, I was like, I'd rather you just play the Kid Cudi song. Which I guess I will say, the blue I think was a nod. At least my personal opinion, I thought that blue was the whole blue theme was a nod to Virgil between the merch color and the. Um, color that the stage was for the majority of the show. I thought, and then the Cuddy, the Cuddy song starting with uh, Drake set. I thought it was kind of a nod to that. You know that blue that Virgil used just throughout the Louis Vuitton shit. Like he painted Drake's plane with that blue. He made those MCA Air Force Ones in that light blue. Like I thought that was maybe a nod to Virgil. And you know they did a couple of Virgil shoutouts throughout the show, which was pretty, pretty cool. But you guys think we're getting a Yay tour? Based on his recent I hope activity so, man. live performances, I hope so. I hope Jam so. tweeted it. They said, "Uh, a 2022 Kanye West tour would be crazy." Dot dot dot. But I'm like, okay, this is the label. Like, what do you mean <laughs> would be crazy? <laughs> is there a tour? This basically saying, please, cause Kanye ain't even answering any. I mean, the way Kanye was just acting on stage, he looks like he's in a, his bag right now. So I would not be surprised at a tour at all. It sounded like he's in a mode. That's really what the concert showed me. He's in a mode right now, um, and it's in a live performance mode. So I won't be surprised at a tour. You guys want to play a game? I don't Before know. One question. Is like Jigsaw. Before you go to the tour, why would he do the tour? Just for an, fun? Because he artist. damn sure don't need the bread. He does like spreading art. I think yeah. he's a true artist, like Taj said. I think he does really. He's in love with live performance. Like, why else would he come out to Rolling Loud, you know? I hope so, man. That would just be. Or he's on a really nasty PR train to get Kim back. But I'll proceed with Taj's game if you would, Chance. So, as you guys know, Spider Man drops this Friday. Big discussion around Spider Man is who's the best Spider Man? Tobey Maguire, Tom Holland. What's the other nigga's name? Andrew Andrew Garfield. Garfield, yeah. Personally, I got Tobey Maguire. That's who I was born on. Raised the on. first one, absolutely. All right, so we're unanimous with Tobey Maguire, Vance. Absolutely, I like some of the Holland films. It's the only <laughs> right answer is the the first one. But uh, all yeah, right, sure. Irre- irrelevant to the point. <laughs> I I started that and I was like, how can we incorporate? I was trying to figure out like I wanted to incorporate either Succession or Spider Man into this episode, just because fuck it, why not? And I couldn't come up with anything for Succession, but I did come up with the Spider Man game. So there's best versions of Spider-Man. I, w- I want you guys to name a couple artists with the best versions of that artist. So we just talked about Kanye. We've got Kanye. we got early Kanye. This is Kanye going from college dropout through 808s and heartbreaks. Then you got middle Kanye, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, uh, Watch the Throne, and The Life of Pablo. And then you got Post the Life of Pablo Kanye. Which wait, wait, Yeezus in there too. Okay. Yeezus is in between My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy and The Life of Pablo. I guess you could throw the life of Pablo in post. Let's go post the easiest. Yeah. Thing. Make it more fair for that third era of yeah. Um, definitely not the. I probably. Hmm. I'm trying to think. My favorite yeah, um, low key graduation. It's so weird because on paper, I really do like yeah as a producer more than a rapper, but I also like talk that shit yay, like that middle era of my beautiful dark twisted fantasy Yeezus. Watch the throne more than I do like his rapping anywhere else in his career. Which like I don't know. I think I'm gonna have to go with that middle section. Yeezus is my favorite Kanye album, so Chess, what's your pick? I'm gonna have to go to middle just cause that comeback from the whole Taylor Swift situation is just it's legendary. And I just I just gotta respect it. Like just just that whole album, that whole rollout. Just everything about it was so, yeah, definitely the middle. 
I got early one just because I will never vote against 808s and Heartbreaks. I think that's probably one of the most impactful albums in the entire hip-hop genre. And that's one of my favorite albums ever. So I'm going early, yeah. All right, next, we got Lil Wayne. We're doing Mixtape Wayne. So you got the Sorry for the Wait series, you got the Dedication series, and you got the Drought series. I'm going the Drought. Drought 4 is one of my favorite projects, like, ever. Ever. Chance, who you got? Mmm. Fuck around. Throw a curveball. No sailors. I don't even know if I listed that one. All right. I got Dedication. That's the one. On Dedication 2, I think he had that George Bush um, song. Probably one of my favorite. Not favorite, but that's just one of the hardest, like, emotional Wayne songs. Post-Katrina, he just went at George Bush. It was, like, probably one of the last times Wayne really went hard for New Orleans. So, I got Dedication. All right, let's go R&B. We got early Neo Soul Scissor. We got Control Scissor. And we got current day Pop Star Scissor. Wait, what was the first one? Alternative? Neo Soul, early. She's got that Z album, Babylon. The little mixtape. I like that one. I like that one a lot. But then I was also taken aback by Control. It was way stronger than I was expecting it to be. So, I'm going SZA now, man. Yeah, I'm going to go now. I'm Ooh, like, where she's not going? Her, pop star I'm going pop star her trajectory man. going crazy. She's been going crazy on the features. The singles have been nuts. Like, now for sure. It's crazy. I'm going Neo Soul SZA. That was the SZA that, that was when I bought all my stock. That was when I was like, damn. I don't even know what I saw in her. I was just like, she's fire. I'm going that one. I'm surprised nobody picked Control. That's a... Interesting. All right. You got a couple more you want to throw in? Or I can keep naming some. Uh, I don't know how like big of Mac Miller fans y'all are, though. I think Mac Miller would be a cool Yeah, Mac, Mac Miller, Miller, Mac Miller. Okay, so you have... I mean, you have, like... Let's say frat rap Mac Miller through, like, early development. So I guess that would be, like... Uh... Donald Trump, that single, Blue Slide Park, through, like, Faces. And then we could do... Oh, so Faces is included? Yeah, what year is Faces? Like, 2011? 2013? 2012, I think. Okay. Oh, actually, it says 2014 on Apple Music. Damn, okay. So, I guess watching movies is up... Was watching movies first or Macadelic? Yeah, watching movies was 2013. Okay, so we can do watching movies, up to watching movies. And then the middle section, I guess, would be... Faces, no, that, that's faces not fair. through. You going divine? Good AM. Oh, good, good AM, AM divine. That's only two albums in that section. And you got to throw, throw watching movies in that section. Nah, he's got faces, uh, good AM, and divine feminine. Yeah, huh? in that era. And All then right. swimming three circles. I think you should throw Divine Feminine. I think we should just shift it because you got too many in the first. You got like four or five in the but first. But it was a big. Like it was a, the other two. There's a lot of non-favorable Mac albums in that first one. A lot of people. I feel like watching movies with the sound off belongs in that middle category. In that middle, that's what I'm saying. But then the middle, but then that middle category is stack. Yeah. <laughs> if it is, then it's, it's cheese. It's over. With. That's what I'm saying. I'm like watching movies. I have that. I have that vinyl on my wall. Yeah. I, I can't really pick against that one. <laughs> okay. But that was a strong. I mean, I'm yeah, a big Blue Slide is nuts. fan of Mac too, like early Mac. So I don't want to go frat Mac, but whichever one watching movies is in, that's which one, that's the one I'm going with. Well, if you're not putting watching movies in the middle, I might still go in the middle just because Good AM might be like my favorite Mac album. Even though I don't know, bro, the end is crazy too. Just best transformation in music. I'm gonna go. You can't go wrong. I'm gonna go middle. I'm gonna go early Mac too. Um, are you? Huh? Oh, you got another one? You got another? One? I didn't say anything. I thought, you, I thought you said Bryson. I was about to say no. I was about to say staying on the like transformation era. We could have did Tyler. Oh yeah. I mean, I'm just gonna take Tyler now fair. over any Tyler ever. Yeah, I'm not a huge Tyler fan. I just like Jazzy Tyler. I'm a big Tyler, Tyler fan, but this is easily his best era. Yeah, because the other era was too transitional. The Flower Boy was like, you're not quite there. But then the Igor into the next joint here, it's like the full 
It's like how Future split up Future and Hendrix. You want to do Future? Yeah, we can do Future. Future's That's a great one we can do. We can do like... All right, how are we separating it? I think you can do like Honest, or what was that album called? Was it called Honest? I think it was Pluto. Was it Pluto 3D? No. Whichever one had like... We can go from like Sam Dame, Sam, uh, Same Damn Time... The love song with Rihanna, like that era, turn down the lights, turn on the lights or whatever. So where are we cutting it off at after? Uh, wait, are you, are you throwing the mixtapes in there too? Let's like, cut it off. like Dirty Let's Sprite? Cut it off. Let's cut it off at... Is Dirty Sprite at, in there? Yeah, 56 yes. Nights. And then... So that's Monster, Beast Mode, 56 Nights, and all those other mixtapes. I mean, I guess that one has to win. That's like the greatest era. Is Dirty Sprite no, you got to put there? Dirty Sprite too in a whole different... That's got to be a different... Yeah. <laughs> you can't put them all together. But that was all in like two, like eighteen months. Yeah, Dirty Sprite yeah, Two. I'm gonna break it down. Same. I'm gonna break it down. I'm gonna break it down. Cause it was all 2015, 2016 for all yeah. of those. He dropped Beast Mode, yeah, whatever that era Monster, is. and Fifty Six Nights in the same year, and then dropped DS Two, and dropped What a Time also to Be Alive. This I'm trying yeah, to tell niggas, Future had one of the greatest runs in, <laughs> in rap history. Yeah, so for the for the first era, as far as albums, we're gonna do Pluto and Honest is in that first era. And Not then as, as far as the mix no, you gotta throw the mixtapes in there too. So I guess um, we can just do that versus mixtape future Dirty versus Sprite. album future. No, yes. I don't do that because mixtape future is gonna lose. Of I course. don't know. That's a very crazy statement to say that mixtape future is easily going to lose to album future. Mm, actually, that's not true, but you gotta throw it in there to be fair. Now, actually, that's crazy. I mean, it's a good argument because with, has with the albums, many. you have DS2, Half of What a Time, and then you have Future Hendrix. And then take whatever the newer ones you want to take, like maybe Wizard. But with the mixtapes, no, you, you have, have go, those yeah. three crazy mixtapes. And then what was... Yeah. What a Time was marketed I as think the middle album. era going to win. Yeah. I mean, the so middle era is going to win. That's just cheat mode. So we're just doing two, two choices for Future. Mixtape Future, Album Future. It sounds like. Yeah. I'm going with Mixtape Future. Album Future. We've got What a Time to Be Alive, Dirty Sprite 2. Future and, and Hendrix. Hendrix highlighting. Damn. Those are highlights. It's just, I can't, I, it's, it's just, as much as I love, as much as I love Evo, 56 Nights, um, what was them other two tapes? He had Purple, Purple Rain. Purple Rain. Hold, yeah. I think I got Mixtape yeah. Future, man. Purple Rain was he had so Purple Rain. Pressure. I'm missing one. He had the original That's Dirty crazy. Sprite. It's impossible to vote against Hendrix, though. It is. It is. Like, it, it, will pay, it pains me to vote against Hendrix. It's impossible. Hendrix and Dirty Sprite 2 in the same Oh, he category. had Monster 2. He had Monster 2. Beast, Beast Mode and Beast Mode 2. Because we don't get, we don't get fuck up some commas. We don't, get, two very we don't get fuck up some commas, Real Sisters, or March Madness. And technically, what a time to be alive like, is count. March Madness. What a time. Damn. I'm going I just can't future. go against I can't go against Hendrix and DS2. As much as mixtape future is the right answer, I just can't pick against I feel Hendrix. That. That's Hendrix a hard just one. speaks to my soul. And then DS2 is just a flawless the the most the best best trap mixtape of all time. Alright, I think Heavy that was a, that was a good game. Unless you guys got anybody else you really want to get off. I would say weekend, but it would be cheating again. You said the weekend. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, how are you splitting it? Actually, the weekend is fire. I feel like if you if you split it by eras, then of course the first eras. I'm voting win. trilogy. <laughs> I'm voting. Well, we trilogy. can do trilogy. Win. We can do like uh, Fifty Shades of Grey through My Dear Melancholy. Whatever and has. Then we can do whatever has after hours. Alone. Whatever has trilogy wins. Automatically, so what it's if we not, put Starboy, My Dear Melancholy? Starboy isn't moving anything in a positive direction for me. <laughs> you weren't, you didn't like Starboy at all. I like, I didn't like the album as a whole. I like some songs on it. I feel you. Yeah, Trilogy's probably smoking. I mean, I guess, yeah, Trilogy's smoking, it's smoking anything. All right, guys, that was our Spider Man game. Unheard exclusive. We have the trademark until Disney snatches it up. Um, anybody, anybody wants to play an unheard artist? I do have some unheard artists. I'll play Zakari. 
We just dropped a tape called Soul. This is Butterfly. Don't ever change for anybody. Don't ever trade your soul. Don't even listen to him. He don't know nothing at all. I try not to get too involved. But really, it's breaking my heart. How you keep changing for him? Never forget who you are. Butterfly. 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 Wings spread, just let it fly. Butterfly. Butterfly. What is life without brightness? Be a light. Tomorrow isn't promised for sure. Feel like you're frozen, no control of temperature You're way too much on for that little boy, it makes me sick You should switch up on him, just out of self-respect A whole other side of you is begging for attention You missed the freedom that you had before you met him You deserve everything your heart desires And so much more Let's get it, baby! Look, man, we back for the second segment, man. I have so much energy right now. Um, let's get to it. Is he high? Don't say anything, Vance. I'm about to say, don't say anything, Vance. Let's just see where he actually goes. <laughs> like, <laughs> niggas just introing like, nothing. You like that? You like that energy, huh? I did. But I was like, what is your plan? <laughs> All right, here. Like, what I do you got want energy. To say? <laughs> I got energy. Second segment of the show, man. Um... Fuck. Question. Look at this. <laughs> Look at the Months ago, you said Jack Harlow is posing to be the new Drake. I counter your Drake question with a Travis Scott question. Oh is God. Jack Harlow becoming rap's new poster boy? He was on the cover of Forbes 30 under 30 this week, and he also just dropped the KFC collab. He's Jack Harlow. You see him everywhere. Women love him for whatever reason. Niggas kind of don't really care. White privilege. He's white. <laughs> is he the next poster boy of rap? I think it's a rhetorical question. It is rhetorical, but with the whites, it is very possible that he could hit a quick post Malone curve. Like not curve, but like Ooh. turn in the same way that post did. Like don't be surprised if Jack goes hits the like Justin Timberlake, I'm gonna go into the woods and find myself and then come <laughs> back with like an all acoustic album and then now he's like Bieber, you know. Not to say that's where he's I don't heading, know if Jack Harlow would I think pull that though. That might the possibility of that might hinder him, just even the mere possibility of that happening. I think will hinder his image as rap's poster boy because it's just like okay, well, you don't really. I mean, I don't know. Rap is kind of becoming a bit diluted. Needs to be calm. I think this is the perfect example of taking things for granted and not knowing what you have until it was gone. We, you, not we, you guys killed Travis Scott week in, week out, saying he's too focused on other things, not music. Look at him, he's everywhere, his music is mid. Travis Scott, World. then he does a terrible interview with Charlemagne where he doesn't say anything but like recited lawyer facts. And I can't, we gonna figure out what happened. Like, no, that was insane. Kept, that was, no, was we gonna nasty. figure out what he happened. Also had plastic surgery done. Like, to his, I'm like, bro, if this was a oh, rollout, man. I'm like, come on, this is nasty. Like, I expected that, to see uh, Bruno. We lost Travis as our poster boy, and now we have Jack Harlow as our poster boy. And I, I feel this sick is about true. it, to be honest. I, I, we definitely, you definitely, your hate you is sick? definitely right. Why are you sick, You're in Tom? the right, because, um. This is, this, this was the logical next step. Don't use the word logical. Let's just, let's just talk about it. I mean, based on what we've seen the past several years in the hip hop scene, right? First of all, let's look at this underrated fact. So we got to give Mans credit. Drewski. Drewski. You gotta look at Drewski. They affiliation Drewski. is it's it's a big deal. You it's just a big the deal, code. of you course. Just... Drewski is that guy right now. So by virtue, like is you know they like what's they what's they what's a good analogy? They like two. They like not Batman and Robin. That's nasty. I want to say um. They just like they they run together, you know what I mean. So when one do good, the other do good. So I feel like he had that. We didn't talk about the KFC shit. You saw he was the KFC guy. I, 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 that was literally how I introed it. <laughs> oh my fault. Was the KFC yeah, approach um, for him to like look like Colonel Sanders or whatever his name is? I think he just no, naturally kind of looks like a. He's from Kentucky Colonel. and he's white. So like, I didn't really get it. Other than that, I'm like, why is this white man around all this fried chicken? I mean, oh, he's from Kentucky. He's from Kentucky. <laughs> Come he's on, bro. Kentucky. It's Kentucky. It's KFC, bro. This is the thing. They was like, we're never gonna get this opportunity again. 
They were like a white From man. Kentucky. Like we damn sure ain't putting a nigga to promote KFC. So they were like white man. Like let's get it. You can't and have Bryson Tiller do the KFC. Yeah, I mean maybe you can't. We gonna talk about him <laughs> later. But um, <laughs> I don't want to talk about him. <laughs> turning into the donkey of the week every week on our no, podcast. <laughs> Niggas really hate Bryson Tiller for going to a movie. It's a movie. <laughs> That's all he did. Nigga went to the movie and said, I had a good time. Y'all shouldn't know this man. It is hilarious. Uh, uh. <laughs> I wish the listeners could see our faces doing this shit. Because <laughs> you just see Ty. She just like trying to keep a straight face. <laughs> Because y'all really clowning this nigga for going to the movie. Then posting, wow, that was a great movie. Nigga <laughs> <laughs> said, I'm going to watch it over and over and over again. Like, okay, nigga, how much did they pay you to write that? <laughs> 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 I mean, it's just it's just funny. The Christmas album did this. It's just the Christmas funny. album, I actually no listened all the way through the other day, and that shit is still terrible. It's cold outside. You got to try it again now. Now that it's a little chilly outside. It was cold outside. when I listened, bro. It was not good. Oh. <laughs> not good. It can't get cold enough for me to turn that joint on. Ain't no amount of cold in the world. Um, what were you we talking about before? Jack Harlow being the poster boy of rap. Oh yeah, well I'm in agreement. I think it's possible, but don't be surprised if he hits a detour. Was it not the logical next step though? The logical next step was for Travis Scott to reign for the next. No, I guess you're... All right, well, I'm saying after after Travis went down is what I'm saying. That's my issue, though. Like, I kind of... And I'm throwing this blame on Drake. Like, where are the young nigga... Like, why doesn't Drake have a young nigga? Like, I was watching the Lancey Foe interview. Jack Harlow is his young nigga. stop, stop. I was watching... You're kind of not wrong, though. I was watching the Lancey... (laughs) That's disgusting. I was watching the Lancey Foe interview, and he was talking about how Skepta was a goat. And how he's the greatest. He always set it up for everybody in the scene. And I'm thinking, like, damn, I've heard this exact statement from Dave, from Hetty One, from Lancey now. Shout I'm out like, to, Skepta must be really the, pond, the OG over there, right? Really, really making shit happen. So now I'm like, hmm, taking it back to the US, across the waters, or I guess Canada, even Toronto. I'm like, he kind of put on Nav, but I'm like, or he didn't even put on that. That was Travis too. He did not put on yeah, that. He didn't put on that. I'm just like, man, what is like? You have Smiley downloading your phone right now. Drake is building him I up right guess. now. Yes. <laughs> He's gonna get Smiley on a, a little training program. <laughs> get him presentable to the public, more marketable. I'm just like Drake. Where, I believe it when I see it because Drake has star. had this opportunity several times over. Huh? Drake has had this opportunity to That's do what I'm saying, this for the last decade. I, he had my G Jordan, which is like my G was making fire shit. I think they were making fire shit with. That. They didn't need Drake. I like their last little project, but they don't have no buzz for real. And it was party it was next corny. door. We was talked about Zion it. Williamson. He had the number one pick, but that pick just didn't want to be the number one pick. That's a fact. <laughs> he got hurt. He's just who got hurt. Want to be a superstar? You talking about party next door in terms party. of music? Just didn't want to be the face of the franchise. He tapped out, even though he was a Kyrie number Maxine. one pick. He's still the number one pick. Speaking of party, man, I was just thinking about like this perfect party weather. Like, <laughs> you're hilarious. Go run that Thought come up. Shameless like, that plug. Is, that th- exactly. Chance just be walking outside every day. Like, yeah. Party next party door. It's <laughs> party weather. <laughs> That's an insane thought. Like, how does the Facts. chill make was, you think of party? It was raining. It was chilly. Like, I was like, mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could go for some party right today. Now. Right now. Right now. Cue it. We got Roddy oh, Rich is man. trying to fill that lane. He's got an R and B. It seems like it's about to be an R and B album. These are the features. Uh, it, it starts off. He got Future, Kodak Black. Then he took a turn. He's got Jamie Fox, Ty Dolla Sign, Gunna, Lil Baby, Twenty One Savage, Five Year Foreign. I don't know how to pronounce his name. Where'd you B. get R and B album from with this? Take Off and Alex Isley. So I'm hearing a, a potential like three different directions on his project. One, he has a bunch of Atlanta rappers. You said Future, Dirk Two, Baby. He has a heavy R and B. Future, Dirk Baby, Gunna, Baby. Yeah, twenty one. Wait, Drake. No, I said off. Dirk. Wait, so no Dirk. No oh. Dirk isn't on here. Oh, Dirk interesting. Okay, I feel like that's been like the the three kill shots, like the Dirk baby future. He's coming to the deluxe, bro. Relax. Also, got as soon as the drill deluxe. moment since there's five of you. I don't know who BB Bur. Do you know who BB Burry is? Never heard of them. I don't know who that is. 
I like new features though. But it sounds like he's going for R and B dash Atlanta rap bag for this Roddy Rich project. And he's about to take over, like I told you niggas last year. But y'all didn't want to listen. Or two years ago, was that two years ago? I mean, I'm the hype. The hype is real. I'm, he he got me. He got me buzz up. Like was that know? two years ago? You got you what? Yeah, that that that. I'm, <laughs> Taj, I was. You just Taj, heard him trail off Taj, in the middle. I was gonna keep going <laughs> and just act like. I, wait, wait. Because this is what I was trying to say. Like, <laughs> I was gonna just keep going. Oh man, this is a, this is a terrible blooper. No, that's not what I meant. <laughs> I was like, you have a you ever be trying to like, say something, but you think it's something different? Huh? <laughs> I was trying to say like. What's the what's the saying? It's like your ears perk up, like like when you sense something like. Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> nigga really trailed off towards the. <laughs> they just looked around. <laughs> like he knew he fucked oh, up. He, he just came too far to stop. That was like real live, like real time, <laughs> funniest shit. Holy shit. Nah, I just that's not what I meant. I meant like... <laughs> I meant <happened>. like... <laughs> in layman terms, I meant... It's a nice rollout. That's what I was saying. Like, I wasn't even hype off it, but now I'm like, mm, like, I'm gonna listen. My thing is, uh, did y'all see the point. trailer that he dropped? Like, the like cinematic-ass thing that he dropped? Intro? Yeah, he doing it It just right. feels like... He, it, he it means a movie that poster. it's about to be a movie. It's about to be an experience. It's no skips? A sensory overload. It's not about to just be auditory. It's about to be. I mean, it is gonna mainly be auditory, but there's gonna be other sensations that you feel inside. Pause. Let me ask you something. What's the last like cinematic rap album we got? Sometimes I am introvert album? by Little Sims. Yeah. Okay. That's theatrical. Yes. Yeah. yeah that's, that's not even cinematic. That's like in the theater. But you listen. can't even put that in a movie theater. You bring up an interesting point. What was our main take? What was our what was one of our main takeaways for weekend after hours? The cinematic right. aspect. Like, of course the songs are great, but I'm saying Roddy could really He said no skip. So if he could really do no that, skip. like you gotta give advantage. Yeah, that's bold. He said no Call skip. It, labeling no skip policy two days before your album comes out. I respect it. And Wait, he says it's gonna week? be cinematic. And that... Yeah, December 17th. Oh, now your ears perked up. <laughs> Roddy! It's yes time. Um, we... Do you know how bold that is? I just want you to know. Do y'all know how bold it is to drop an album less than a week before, or I guess a little over a week from Christmas? They got the ultimate cheat code. What's how I say last What was week? the cheat code? He did, he did the same thing, though. He That's dropped, not a cheat code. He dropped, um, he dropped, yes. He dropped that it first project code. at that the same time. Code. I mean, kind of, but it's only if your shit is fire. Otherwise, it's going to get gobbled yeah, up by Mariah true. Carey sales. Yeah. I mean, he, he it worked the first time, so if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Is there anything else to add on Roddy Rich? Nah. Should we should we talk about... No, nah, I'm playing my unheard song. I got Rico Nasty, Flo Millie, Money. Y'all listen, y'all listen to, uh, from the bayou. I did not. I'm, that's why I'm asking how the project. You just asked us this. We said no. All right, well, the listeners didn't hear me ask you. All right, I was definitely just going to edit in so where they would have heard. All right, let's do it again. <laughs> Y'all listen to them from the Bayou, uh, NBA and no, Birdman. I have not. Yeah, I listened to it a couple of times. It's, um, I mean, it's not really that much Birdman. It's like Birdman for like the first 
four or five songs. And if you ever heard a song with Birdman on it, whether it's a Birdman song, or, I mean, I'm sure you have if you heard, uh, what's that? We'll Be Fine on Take Care. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's a lot of that, just typical Birdman ignorance. <laughs> but I fuck with it. Um, and young boy just do his thing. So cool the project. I think if you're not a fan of Youngboy already, you're not about to get into this. So when was Youngboy freed? Do you think this is like music made recently? Or are these like the old verses that they have stocked up for when he's locked up? <laughs> like, <laughs> you can say old verses for when he's locked up. They really is that just not like, how it works? Be- I feel like Youngboy always drops music regardless of when he's in or out of prison. So it's- this, this will really happen. It's really just a Youngboy tape. Birdman just wanted to attach his name to it for whatever reason, because it's really only Birdman, Birdman and Youngboy for like the first four for songs. Reason, money, Birdman has been doing his rollout for months. He did say <laughs> that he was a, a, he did say he was investing, he was buying yeah. Youngboy stock as soon as he was getting out of Birdman's prison. Just been making outlandish, outlandish Youngboy takes for the last year. <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious. I never connected those stocks. Nigga he did really say the that. Nigga. nigga did. Nigga did say he gonna be bigger than Drake. He said like he said. <laughs> He gonna be richer than Drake or some shit like that. I mean, who knows? I'm not gonna <laughs> he be the said one that he here a bigger artist than Drake to say he can't do whatever. Isn't that what he said? He went on Lil Wayne's radio show and said he gonna be bigger than Lil Wayne. <laughs> like Lil Wayne. Wayne. I'm like, all right, Birdman. Oh, no, Birdman. He said that about Young Boy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. To Wayne on Wayne's Apple Music show. <laughs> Birdman doesn't give a fuck about It's Taj saying. It's Taj. It's Taj not believing. I'm talking about all right, Birdman. <laughs> <laughs> That's really how it was. I was like, okay. Alrighty. <laughs> Compelling argument. <laughs> there was no um, argument. Nigga just said it. He was like, that passion. That was his whole argument. He was like, that passion. You can't teach that. You like, wake him up Wayne like, um... so many mixtapes. What do you mean? Passion. <laughs> it's like when a nigga come, come up and talk to you on the street. Or just like, this an old head. Go to talking about some shit. So you're not making you like, any all sense. All right, nigga. It's <laughs> <laughs> not. Nah, it's like, Okay. <laughs> I'm an expert at getting out of those old head conversations. Oh, I'm the worst. <laughs> I feel like me and Todd. Nah, Vance, Vance will hook Todd, them in for like a, no, two me, hours. Me and Todd, we could probably have a whole like comedy series of just interactions where like Todd just purposefully ducked it immediately and I've gotten caught in it every single time. Every time. You like, definitely be going CSC back desk on Mondays. Head. Niggas would just come up. Be like, I bought this crypto for 0.002 <laughs> to a cent. Vance would be like, yeah, I'm on that. I was on the Reddit. I'd be like, yeah, that's cool. Like, Vance would just be in the combo for two hours. I'm like, Bro. I have a paper oh, due God, in an hour. Funny. I can't even afford to that's have this funny. conversation. You have urgent work orders. Niggas flooding. The whole second floor is flooding. <laughs> Talking to me about Cardano. Whole time the other one at the Kenny Beach show, nigga comes up to me asking about my whole T-shirt. I'm like, is this nigga about to rob me? I'm over here waiting to get my ticket. She's like, hey, you fuck with that fabric? I'm like, bro, what? Oh yeah. I was just like, how do I? How do we always get on these situations where niggas? I just always have to speak so much. I can never get out of these situations. But yeah, Birdman from the Bayou, young boy, stream that. Young boy, hottest artist on YouTube and Clubhouse. Boom. Uh, other hot artists. Juice World dropped. Well, he didn't drop. Juice World's team dropped. Posthumous album number. I think this is three. Uh, Fighting Demons. Okay, right. time out. Time out. Time not out. Really this shit is making me out. sick, yo. How does? Are we no, it's, it's a very First sick of all, album. How do you sick, name bro. the? What is? Who named? Who named the album? Did Juice name it? Fighting Demons? Because I'm like. You want me to? I can, I'll rank you the sickest parts. I can't even. I'll give you the three sickest parts, and just know I'm omitting some very sick parts by only doing three. Number three, there's a feature by BTS. Number two, there's a feature by Justin Bieber that sounds like it was recorded on voice memos in 30 seconds. Number number one, the number one, <laughs> there's an Eminem interlude where Eminem talks about being on drugs that has nothing to do with Juice World. Son, what? Eminem just talks about being addicted to Vicodin. That's that's the whole thing, and it's jammed in between a song where Juice World song says, I, "If I pop too many perkies, I won't die." It comes before Wait, that song. Wait, BTS is on the album. Yes, it's just sick, and this leads me to my question. I I don't, I don't think it's my question. I think it's I'm an insight. speechless. I think Juice World is going to be the first 
rapper to have a posthumous career that well goes past his actually living career. Like, I think he recorded so much music and he was so talented. Like, he was one of the few rappers who I actually believed when they said, like, I got 10,000 songs on a hard drive. I actually believed Juice World when he said it. And I think his team is going to make sure all 10,000 of those songs get sold throughout these, like, next decade. And it's going to be really nasty. It's going to keep getting nastier. I don't think you're wrong. I just I do know he has a huge catalog and a huge community. And I feel like nowadays, if you have the community and the asking price, or not asking price, but, you know, you have the demand for the music, then it's enough to roll out the project and roll out merch and roll out everything. I just don't know, like, how are his fans holding on without that live performance aspect? Is it maybe like a COVID conditioning thing? Like, everybody's kind of just used to not going to concerts, so... I know a few Juice fans, and they just really fuck with him. Like, yeah, I think it's just deep, deep rooted love. Like he yeah. built that the passion he got from that fan fan base in like a two year span. That's insane. what I'm saying. That's crazy. Like he really got that connection in such short time. But I just don't know. Like, I, right. how does it, how long does this like does this just continue to go on unchecked? I mean, I guess there is no checking it if there are thousands, hundreds of thousands of fans that are gonna ride with it but fighting demons i'm just like what do you mean but like what does that mean that's what i'm saying like i feel like if, if it's to release the artist music are these full songs have y'all i haven't i'm gonna be honest i haven't listened to yeah them. they're full songs i'm not really a juice fan i know he has a catalog they're not as, of they're not as quality not only they're are they full songs do they sound complete like earlier music but they are full songs multiple verses but they sound complete like this is some shit he yeah. would have wanted released no, I don't know about that part. Like, there's some shit like, you could have oh, seen him releasing at some point. I don't think he would have released half of these. But they are full songs. So that's it's my not point. not like the Pop Smoke album where it was like one verse and then just yeah, kind of hoping, throwing together That was things. nasty. I feel like on one hand, it's like we lost him early. So, like, he had such a career ahead of him to where, like, like the Mac thing, they released it. And they did it very, like... You know, it was slow, methodical, and it sounded like some shit that was already ready for the future. Some shit he wanted to release. Not some old shit that, like, he didn't want to come out, like, some drafts or some facts, shit. So, how, how would you feel about that if, like, niggas just started releasing all your beats? Like, even though your fans might have wanted that, what if you didn't want them bitches to be heard? Like, My thing is, I feel, feel like nasty. music is just so based on progression. And it's so, like, ever-changing or, you know... That I wouldn't even like. There's no way you could even argue that Juice would want. When did he pass? In late 2018 or early 2019? 2019. Early 2019, or was it late 2019? Or it was early 2019. Um, like it when it's 2022, 2023, and you still have music from 2018, 2019. It's like there's no way an artist wants to really put that out there. It's gonna sound exactly like that Carter, the Carter Five when exactly it came out. like, that's, like that's, this is so outdated. And nobody, most artists know like can recognize that they don't like putting outdated music. Most artists, at least, so I just don't know how long it can go on for without it feeling inauthentic. With such a forward-sounding artist like Juice, you know, when he popped, it was like, oh, this is ahead of its time. So if you can't keep up that mirage of like of its time then I don't really know how long it can last for does that make sense yeah but I think I think the play is clear how long they intended to last if you're attaching it to Justin Bieber and BTS like that is insane you no longer need it to be you can just now attack like the brand that is Juice World has so many fans and so many passionate people you can kind of just put out anything and that's kind of where they're at like, put out anything, attach it to another equally or close to as big artist that does streams. We're going to get those numbers. Boom. Because if you listen to that Justin Bieber verse, that sounds like money laundering I'm in a weak. verse. Like, <laughs> that Justin Bieber verse is terrible. Everybody just got paid off of it, though, except for Juice. Yeah. Of course. You know what You know what is projected to sell? Uh, I can find out. That's what I'm saying. Like, are these still doing, like, crazy numbers? What was Juice doing before he like passed? Like, 300K. God damn. It's projected to sell 125K. Okay. I mean, 
Yeah. It's a lot of <laughs> units. That is crazy. Another project came out. Rick Ross projected to sell 30K. That is less. Did you guys we didn't even talk about the Ross. That's nuts. I didn't hear I it yet. I didn't hear it. I talked. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't hear it. <laughs> I Dang. forgot it came out. He should have kept the uh, cringe cover. He should have kept the Queen Victoria came cover. The Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> with him covering his face. Playing peekaboo with the fans. Because that cover, it was a moment. It's like the Drake on... On top of the uh, all the Drake covers, honestly, it's just like a meme. It's like you gotta keep it at that point, especially when you see traction picking up around it. If you change the cover, then it's like, ah, you're the party pooper. But yeah, the cover was. I will cool. say that I just didn't know it was dropping. Was there a single? Um, there was two. It was Little Havana. Was it two? I think it was two. It was Little Havana for sure, and then never heard Little Havana, so did not do his job as a single. <laughs> yeah, it was Little Havana and Outlaws with Jasmine Sullivan at twenty one. So let's let's talk about it, man. Like it's just a classic. He should have kept the old cover because, but this one is just so fitting for the album because it's just a. It's called Richer Than I Ever Been. What'd you say? Um, that last Meek project was just like a for fun album. Like, yeah. I'm just making this because I can. That's basically what this is. Like, I'm just making it because I can. But, you know, it sounds like a classic Ross project, luxurious. It sounds like champagne. Like, when I'm listening to this project, it sounds like I need to have on a button-up and a, and, a, and a jacket. You know what I'm saying? Maybe some loafers and some shades. I'm in a drop top. <laughs> Feel very, you know, eloquent. Yacht, yacht-like. Benny the Butcher had a great verse. Um, Jasmine Sullivan at 21 was also welcomed. Um, Wale made an appearance, so it was just it was it was good. Like there was a couple misses. Um, he tried to like I guess get a little youth because he had some like he had Dream Doll on one of these songs called Wiggle Trash, Wiggle? and then he had Youngin Ace. <laughs> I could have told you it was trash real. before. <laughs> I don't even have to press play. <laughs> and then he had Young Ying Ace and some other nigga. It was trash. But he had Blast on here, and that was a pretty good song. Blast played like the typical, like the Drake role, like the like the Miguel role. He comes and he does the little vocals. and then I, I could have predicted that. Know, I feel like, I, yeah, that's a, that's a good collaboration. It was a very predictable project. That's my whole point. Like, when you look at the cover, it's just a very Ross-like. You know exactly what this project finna sound like. So... I ain't see really too many people listening to it. I, don't, I just don't think Ross make music for young niggas. Like, this is not what young niggas is. It's played in hella to. barbershops, probably. <laughs> it's like every barber blast Rick Ross. <laughs> it's crazy. Because whenever I think of Ross, like, I immediately think back to the barbershop. Like. <laughs> this aspiration rap. We're giving him one. He'll cut enough heads one day. Hilarious, yo. We're giving Taj, we're giving what's his name marketing ideas. Taj needs, I mean, I don't know why you call him oh, Ross Taj. <laughs> Ross needs to just pop up around the country at barbershops and just do performances. Like that should be fine. Imagine Ross doing like an NPR tiny desk in the barbershop, but except this time he doesn't have those singers. Ross is like when niggas who work like the the overnight shift at the warehouse play like relax, 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 relax. That's not Davies even making fun. Davies. Like you can't just give that. You can't. <laughs> huh? That's Davies. That's Davies, but Ross make music for like Ross is for that nigga's manager, the manager yeah, of the nigga who works for the overnight. Real. He feels like he's on top of the world. Like oh yeah, yeah. Ross, Ross is for like <laughs> if you <laughs> Ross is like the the stunner, like in the. In the city, it's like they just always <laughs> like popping bottles at the club, just doing some like you have no celebrity clue, like, like shit. But they, they just make. a regular ass matter. nigga. Like they could make a lot of money, or one month they could be making no money. But regardless, they're going to be popping bottles in the section. Nigga's a truck driver, but he like popping bottles, listening to rock. <laughs> but barbershop was the best analogy for sure. Barbershop music. Let's move on, though. Can we talk about some real music? Hashtag real music. Uh, I know he's going. What? We got a really good. We got <laughs> a really. We got a really good rap album in the last weekend. Um, this artist, you know, faced a lot of adversity. Kind of 
becoming in the rap game. You know, he was transitioning from R&B, from SoundCloud. You know, that's two hurdles right there already. Then skin tone, that's a third hurdle. He had rumors about his father maybe working at Columbia or Sony. That's another hurdle. You know, he's running a whole, like, 200-meter hurdle race at this point. He's settled and he's landed on a great rap project, Chomp 2. This is Russ, independent artist, rapper. I don't even, he was such an R&B artist, and that's when I really wasn't fully rocking with Russ. But I must admit, he has some bars. He has some bars. And these niggas are looking down. I know they're going to be looking down for the duration of this segment. But if I can just read off this track list. Can't even look in the eye. If I can read this track, this is the ultimate intro for Russ. I gotta hit his project now. <laughs> the way he He's just, persuaded. the way he making it sound. Russ has reached a point where it's like he was hated so much that Vance as the ultimate contrarian. That this Russ was so hated funny. so much. Now Vance has to has done a full <laughs> circle, and now he has to love Russ. <laughs> I don't love Russ. I'm just saying that he put together a great project. Now. Papoose? He had Ransom on track two. That was fire. The Papoose record I wasn't a fan of. The game record was cool. Westside Gun and Styles P record was great. Like, Westside Gun, that verse was amazing. He had Big Crit Snoop on a song. Great record. Big Crit, I respect that. Then he had JLX on a Harry Frog beat. Like, come on, man. This was it was Nigga real rap. Up. Hashtag real rap, real music. He had Jake One Production, who was all over like Ten Day and Acid Rap. You know, these are like the best artists, best producers from the early 2010s, late 2000s, kind of coming back. And they didn't sound old. They didn't sound like it was 2010. It sounded like 2021, which was me as a producer. Like I just like to hear a good project. So I ran the project through. Sounded good, sounded modern, sounded fresh. Um, and then I heard Russ talk about it, and he said he sent all the songs. Like, Not too many of them were in person. And that just made me have a slightly more respect for the album. So, I just like the fact that he stayed. He's not wearing the shirts that says, if you use, if you drink lean, you're f- trying to fucking kill yourself. And shit. Like, He's staying out the limelight and staying, he's avoiding all the... All the corny stuff, but the music, you know me. As long as the music speaks, I'm going to be a fan, and the music spoke. Yeah, this is for sure a, a white a white hip-hop head's dream team. You can't go wrong with this playlist, so let's get it. I respect lyrics, and you won me over with the Big Crit. The Big Crit name. If you didn't say Big Crit, I probably I wouldn't knew, I knew, I knew. I'm telling you, the Crit verse on there is probably a top two, top three verse, too. That's what I'm saying. Like, all the features. You know how it is as a rap fan. When the features go crazy on a project, it's like, yo, damn, they really respected the main artist. Yeah. So that's when I was like, okay, he's got a really good Crit verse, a really good Ransom verse, a really good Westside verse. Like, Russ must be that guy. I mean, Russ was all the Russ disrespect never really came from like the. It like, didn't. Real rappers. It came from like the like the SoundCloud rappers who died off by now. Like Smoke that. Era. Not even the SoundCloud rappers who survived. For real. Yeah, it came from the ones who died off. That is true. I did have to. My homie was reminding me of that today. Like, all the hate was mainly just driven by like Smoke Perp and shit. And then Russ jumped him at at the show. So Russ really got the last laugh. And now he's doing interviews and shit, but yeah, man, I would just recommend if you want like a bit of a refreshing, you know how sometimes projects aren't great, they're not groundbreaking, but they're just refreshing. I would say that this Rust project is just that. It's just refreshing. Uh, other projects that dropped here, Rack is on like a three pack streak. She dropped Rap question mark a week ago. Uh, last, I guess last Thursday she dropped Pop question mark. So it seems like she's just dropping little three packs of different genres. Pretty interesting. Uh, I think Pop was the better of the two. But yeah, Tierra Wack, big fan. I did not listen to the Tierra Wack. I think I listened, uh, I listened to the first one once you dropped a couple weeks ago. I just wasn't in the headspace for Tierra Wack. No f- I it was indifferent. Who did she, she dropped, so she's dropped three consecutive weeks? 
Nah, two consecutive weeks. I don't know if she's about to drop this week, So you week said too. pop and rap? Yeah, she dropped rap on December 2nd. Then she dropped pop on December 9th. Yeah, I have to listen to those. I've not listened to Tierra Whack since Whack World, but you said you, you... All right, close out. Uh, What? Were they good? I said, I think Pop was better than... They weren't... Neither neither was, like, on Whack World level, but Pop was pretty... Had some moments. Okay. Rap, I only listened to, like, twice. I, I give Tierra Whack a bunch of leeway, so I'll go back and re-listen. But... Uh, Earl Sweatshirt drops sick on January. I want to say this is 14th. album. Yes, this is an album. I'm just gonna read. I'm not, I'm not even gonna gas it. I'm just gonna read what Alchemist wrote about it. I'm gonna let Alchemist speak for spout, speak on the album. Oh, where's the post? Oh, here it is. Alchemist said, "Quote: We spent countless hours on this one, and it was all worth it." Four exclamation points. Earl is not only one of my best friends, but one of the greatest with words and music to ever walk this earth, and a true leader by example. It's rare that you learn from your younger homies, but I learned something from him every session. The album originally had a different name and was done, but of course we kept the light on in the kitchen. This fool broke some type of barrier and we made a a whole new elevated batch. Now you have Sick by Earl Sweatshirt out January 14th. Beats by Alchemist, Black Noise, Navy Dusk, and a whole bunch of other niggas. And Earl. Come on. P.S. And we still got so much heat in the stash, it's not fair. This is... we That's are. a nasty. Does does every producer not say that with every artist that they drop a collab project with? Uh, every producer isn't one of the greatest producers That's, of a okay, generation. Did he, did talking he about say, one of the greatest lyricists of a generation. This about like Freddie when they dropped, and not say this about uh, the other artists that he did projects with. With you, you want to you want to hear what he said about Russ? Chump two out now. Three exclamation marks. <laughs> That's what he said about Russ. <laughs> So nah, he doesn't say that about every project. <laughs> Hilarious. I'm excited. I'm excited. I already fully- I, I, t- I tweeted if it's a classic, if it's another classic, this will probably be I don't know if I don't like shit as a classic. It's a great album, but this will be Earl's third classic and I'm going to make a, ve- a a series of bold takes post this album. If is it's another it fully- classic. <laughs> it's <laughs> Is it fully oh God, produced by Alchemist or ma- majority? Nah, it looks major- like majority. That's what I, figured. I know he's Alchemist. been tapped in with Alchemist for a while, so I'm not denying that it's going to be great music. And Earl has been going pretty dumb on all the features and all the music activities he's been up to in recent months and like the last year, probably. So I'm excited. All right, let's let's take it out. Last words. <sighs> We're nearing the end of the year. It's holiday season. I want all the listeners to, first of all, bruh, if you haven't, like, called one of your parents, if your parents still with us, call them, have a good conversation with them, you don't have to tell, I mean, you should tell them you love them, but it doesn't have to be, like, some forced-ass shit, but, like, you know what, reach out, reach out to a loved one, it's the holiday season, I feel like that's always gonna be my last words, like, yo, Text your mom. You're a big holiday guy. Not a big holiday guy. I'm just a big, like, corny. Not corny, but just, like, reminder of family. It's like, yeah, I'm not big on, like, always tapping in. Maybe I'm not the best family guy. But it's like, come on, bro. Like, it's holiday season. Like, text your mom. Like, call your mom. (laughs) Call your dad. When was the last time y'all talked? Like, come on. (laughs) So, yeah, man. Enjoy the holiday spirit. Try not to stress over anything. It's the end of the year. We're going to a new year. You get to reset. I don't know why I'm talking like this is the last episode before the new year, but the season has consumed you. Uh, Chance, you got you got. What's your last words? You going emotional like Vance? Chance is gone. Be He's safe not this on this out planet. Of, be, be safe this out of this season. <laughs> Can't man. even hear him. Oh. <laughs> I haven't heard him all episode. <laughs> He's no longer. <laughs> He's just ready to scream at niggas on Madden. <laughs> just be safe, man. Uh, it's a lot going on right now. People are desperate. Um, tough times, so just be safe. You know, watch your surroundings. Give. OG advice Love. from Chance. Taj. I have no last words. Uh, subscribe on Spotify if you haven't. Follow on Apple Podcasts. Leave a five star rating on Apple Podcasts as well. Uh, anything else you can do? Follow us on Twitter at Unheard Podcast One. Follow us on Instagram at Unheard Pod. 
Is that an Instagram? On her podcast? One of those. It'll pop up. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's it for where you can follow us. Yeah. And Unheard Artist on Chance. Let's get it. Hancho. All right. Huh? That's my artist. <laughs> well, what's the, the song, song called Let's Get It? It's by artist named exactly. Hancho. The song, the song called Let's Get It. Oh, oh. all right. H-U-N-X-H-O. Huncho. H-U-N-X-H-O. Does Quavo call himself Huncho? Uh, yeah, we piped up, whole gang, bleak, huh? Two-tone, fuck it, huh? Roof flow, penthouse, roof flow, school of bitch, Juco. He piped the gang, he juiced up. I don't even smoke, but if I did, my blunt be too stuff. Uh, fuck it, I won't bust it, I'll pull out, yeah. Got two sticks inside the couch and it's a pull out, yeah. Yeah, I'm on my gang shit, whole gang bang shit, whole thing gang shit. And the bands on trying to lane switch, show shit, yeah. Still free, little Johnny, know what roll with. Deep inside, they know I whack them, just be on cool shit. I got this fully automatic, you can't switch. Swerve through the back screen, straight up out the yeah, yeah. Everybody got a blick, and they with it, yeah, yeah. Shotty give me egg, yeah. hey. Shotty give me dumb, yeah. Little on them person, he gon' chew it just like gum, yeah. Free the deep, hot the can, know he gon' dumb, yeah. She gon' charge you for that pussy, I ain't trippin'. You a bum, yeah. Steep with a drone, yeah. Holdin' one, holdin' head, yeah. Podcast over, dog.